Welcome to the 16th episode of Profs Radio, the show to A-star your business by learning from entrepreneurs on experience how to solve problems. I'm your host, Peter Martin, director of Profs.biz. Today, we have Sarah from Platypus Media. Good morning, Sarah. Do you want to say hi to the listeners and tell them about what you do? Yeah, hey, Pete. It's good to have been on your um, podcast today. Um, yeah, so I'm Sarah and I work for Platypus Media. We're a small marketing agency based in Gateshead and we focus on helping people get more leads for their business, usually through Google ads and Facebook ads, but also through things like Bing and Instagram ads as well. Good stuff. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your journey and how you've come into doing all these advertising for Google and Bing and the social media platforms? Yeah, of course. I um, started on my marketing journey um, quite a few years ago now. I was working for Apple at the time and they had a role come up that was called a marketing mentor. Um, it was really sort of about promoting a lot of their in-store activities, some of the workshops that they do, the business programs. They do fantastic school programs as well for kids. And um, I really loved all of that sort of um, side of the business when I was working at the store there. So I applied for that role and um, did loads of work for um all of the Apple stores across the Northeast. Um, well, what they call North was Milton Keynes upwards. So it's not particularly North Milton Keynes, is it, in my view, but, um, but hey, you know, it's kind of anything above London is the North, isn't it? And anything below London is South. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was a really great experience. And I, I found that when I was working on the digital side of things there, so, you know, having a look at some of their um, social media presence online, that I really fell in love with marketing. Um, so I went on to do some studies with Google, um, one of their a squared course um, online, which was really interesting. And then um, after that, I went and worked for a few different companies um, across the Northeast from um, startups to established businesses to even with an agency. And then eventually a couple of years ago, I decided to go out on my own. It's quite funny. Um, I know that working for yourself is a really tough decision, but um, you can clearly tell that I'm not originally from the Northeast. This isn't a Geordie accent. Um, I was born in Australia and it's really funny, but whenever you ask a boss for, you know, two weeks holiday to go back to Australia, it's always that, oh, can we really spare you for two weeks? Do you have to go for that long? And and it, it sounds kind of lame, but yeah, I, I really had to start my own business and work for myself so that I could just pop home if I needed to, um, you know, for a decent period of time. And, and I'm really lucky that if, if I need to, I can work from there as well. So yeah, it's a bit of a lame idea of starting your own business, isn't it? Just so you can um, go home for a few weeks. But, um, you know, that, that was the big thing for me. I wouldn't say it's a lame idea. I'd say it's one of the big perks that you have to flexibility. <laughs> whole reason I went into business is because, you know, it was not, it was just me and my daughter. It's like, right, flexible times, but I'm not going part-time. So started, started the own business. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm curious to know where the name came from though for your business. Oh, platypus. I love platypuses or platypi, if you want to call them that. But um, I just think they're such a unique animal. And one thing that really stands out about me is that um, they're a bit of everything. I don't know if you knew this, but um, when they originally 
captured and killed, sadly, the first platypus and brought it back to um, the UK to show everyone. Um, they thought it was a hoax. They literally thought they'd, like, you know, stitched a duck and, a, you know, other animals together to make this creature, which I think is really interesting. But it is a bit of everything. And I don't know, it just kind of seems to fit because... You know, we all think that digital marketing is a process of you've got to do Google ads, you've got to do Facebook ads, you've got to do your email marketing. You know, it's it's kind of a step I have to do A, B, C. But actually it's not. It's every company has a unique strategy and their digital marketing looks really different. And, you know, some people do Google ads and some people do Bing. Like it's it depends on the circumstance for, for that company at that particular time. And and it can look very different from day one to six months to, you know, five years later. So, I, yeah, for me, it kind of fits in that what we do is, you know, super unique and, and yeah, stitched together, I guess, in terms of all those little bits of, um, you know, of strategies to, to build a successful digital marketing campaign for someone. I like that reason. I thought you were going to tell me you were a Ferb fan or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would love to have like a platypus, but like they obviously like you can't even take them out of Australia. They there's there's no way you can actually see a platypus except for in Australia. It's crazy, isn't it? No zoos outside of Australia have them apparently. So that's why you need to go back home for two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and just sit there and watch platypuses for two weeks. <laughs> I'm sure my mum would kill me if I did that. <laughs> 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 Go back and spend no time with her and just staring at the platypuses the whole time. <laughs> it sounds like you've been a bit of a journey there, kind of worked with some of the big boys like Apple, trained through the best like Google, yeah. now starting your own business. Uh, and as we know, life in business presents many challenges. Is there a challenge that you've come across in business that you can share with people listening today? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it's, it's a common issue for pretty much everyone in business and it's time, isn't it? Like, I think time has been a, a really interesting one um, for me from starting out to now being a couple of years down the road. And it, it changes as you, as you start and as you grow. You know, when you're first starting out, you don't have that many clients. You don't have a lot of time to fill your days, but you want to spend a lot of time working on your business, which is great. But as you kind of grow you then um, get more clients, spend less time working on your business. And I don't know about you, but I'm often, you know, I'll do a full day at work and then I'll go home, have dinner and then whip out the laptop, sit there in front of the TV for a few hours, do a little bit more work. And it's so easy to do that when you love what you do, isn't it? And, you know, and, and I do, I genuinely love what I do. And, and I want to be working all the time, but obviously it's not good for your mental health, your physical health or the rest of it. So I think one of the things for me is knowing when to down tools and um, a piece of software that's really, really helped me with that um, is Toggle. I don't know if you've seen it, used it, but I 100% recommend this for all business owners. It's a really simple piece of software. It's just like a play stop button um, that just sort of sits on your computer and you type in whatever task you're working on, hit play, go ahead, do your task. And then, you know, once you finish that, then just hit stop. And it, it builds up over time. And I think the, the brilliant thing for me is that I can then see how many hours I've done in a day. So if it gets to four o'clock and I've already done eight hours, great, I'll down tools. If, you know, it's six o'clock and I've only done four hours work, then, you know, 
I can work on my laptop for a few more hours. Like that's okay. So it's been a really good one for me in terms of, you know, working out where my end of day is because we're a small office. There's only two of us here. There isn't that max exodus at five o'clock when everybody leaves and you know, it's time to go home. Like it's, it's really up to you, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I think that's been a really great tool for me, but I think the other challenge it's really helped me with is allocating time for clients. So it gives you a report that you can go in and have a look at anytime um, through its desktop application. And what it does is it breaks down the hours by client. So I can then go through and see, okay, client A's had X amount of hours, client B's had Y amount of hours. And then, so when it gets to like three weeks into the month, I can go, go say, okay, well, actually this client needs a few more hours or no, this one's getting close to its, its max hours for the month. So, you know, and, and you can then go through and manage your time that way. So I think it's really helped me in both those areas in knowing when to down tools and also, you know, making sure that my clients are getting, you know, a really good amount of hours to help their accounts grow. I want to get further into that tool because it sounds very interesting. Yeah. Uh, but before we do that, um, I'd just like to make a, take a minute to let the community know of our membership site, Entrepreneur Profs, where you can meet other entrepreneurs and learn from them as well as find the tools that we recommend. Just go to entrepreneur.profs.biz. You can also find, uh, you can also join our free Entrepreneur Profs Facebook group. So that sounds really interesting because when you've got people on retainers, that is, it sounds like a really good way of being able to manage their hours, check their hours, um, rather than trying to, basically if you're getting a report at the end of the month, rather than trying to jot them down somewhere in a app, or sometimes you might be inclined to just go, oh, that was only 10 minutes, I'll let that slide. But those 10 minutes and those five minutes surely add up. Oh, they do. Yeah, they absolutely do. And, and, you know, there is sometimes when a client calls you and I've forgot to put the time in, but the great thing about it is that you can actually go back and put that time in retrospectively as well. So if you do, you know, get something and you have forgot to press play or stop or, or whatever, you can go and add that in. Um, it's been great for me in terms of profitability. Um, you know, we, I know we hate talking about money and profitability when it comes to business, but at the end of the day, yeah, you know what, if it doesn't pay the bills, then it's not worth it, is it? So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been really great for me in terms of looking and going, right, okay, well, I thought this client was going to take X amount of hours per month, but actually they're taking more or less of that. You know, what can I add or take away to, you know, to get that to where it needs to be? Or do I need to have that conversation with a client that says, I'm really sorry, but this is taking more time than I thought, you know, we're going to have to charge you a bit more. So, you know, it's, it, it, yeah, it is a really good tool for that. And it's, yeah, it's been super useful for me in, you know, managing that time um, and managing my time more efficiently. I find that I'm a little bit more productive if I'm said I'm working on a task and I am actually working on a task. Um, yeah, it's, it's easy as a business owner, isn't it, to get carried away in, in other stuff. Oh, totally. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bit like you there. Where you kind of just, oh, I can just pull out the laptop. Uh, <laughs> why not? I'm not doing anything else. But actually, like you say, it's not very good for the upstairs, is it? For your mental health and, and other things and actually family life. Uh, it can, cause particularly when you first start out, you, you kind of want to put it in and you get all the ideas coming in your head and everything. I like that. So I guess you find it quite easy as well with Toggle. When you do need to approach a customer, you can show them those reports and be like, look, this is what we're doing month in. This is what we did last month. 
and you really do need to increase uh, because and and you've got the all that data to back it up which is really handy which you wouldn't get if you were just noting things down in a notepad or a note app or something like that oh absolutely and yeah and it is fantastic having that conversation because you've got something to come back to it's not you saying oh i think i spent a lot more time on that or i felt like i i did or i didn't um yeah i think the other really great thing is um too is about automation and i know you're a big fan of that but if you actually look at the end of the month and say right i spent x amount of hours on this particular task across you know three four five clients what can i do to automate that what can i do to you know shorten that process so i'm I'm sure you you would love it for that for that aspect. I love that question that you asked. Like that's exactly what data should be used for. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And you know what makes your business so much more efficient, doesn't it? Like when when you have that data to support. Okay, well, this task is you know costing me X amount of time or or money a month. What what can I do if that? If then you've got a tool to automate it or a process to automate it, then then yeah, hundred percent makes your business again more profitable. It's, it's coming back to what you were saying before about how people feel like they should be on so many different platforms and software whether that's or tools whether that's in marketing and is generating money should always be creating income whether that's saving you money and time or actually physically getting customers in no matter what process and if it isn't it's a waste of time it's wasting money using it but people kind of think oh i need to have that i need to have that i need to have that and we were discussing this on the last podcast but it's kind of knowing what is going to save you money or what is going to get you the customers and where are they uh, so i like that you touched on the automation really appreciate that moving on from that so what what is your favorite tool or software and why oh if i'm yeah i'm really sorry to say this but i have to say microsoft excel like i know that that's like terrible but um you know i am a data geek and you know what i love all my apple kit like you know i, I have imax and all the rest of it like but at the same token like yeah apple's numbers just doesn't cut it anywhere near what microsoft excel does and i think for me microsoft excel is such an amazing tool um, for all aspects of of my business and and i'm sure most businesses use it but there's so many cool things that you can do with it and i think one of the big things for me is pulling in data from other areas um we have a tool that's called supermetrics where you can pull in your Facebook ads data, your Google Analytics data, all of that marketing information um, so that you've got it all in one handy place. So I love it for those sorts of aspects. Um, but then I guess also the running the business side of things. Um, I know like my accountant's going to go crazy about this, but like I, I just love having spreadsheet after spreadsheet for, you know, whether it's obviously, you know, your business expenses, you know, projecting what sales you're going to have the next month. Um, but even just things in terms of, again, like you can pull that toggle data in there and have a look at your hours for different clients and, and match all of that data up. So yeah, it's probably the geekiest tool that people talk about, but honestly, yeah, if there's any business owners out there that aren't using Microsoft Excel, like I, I know it can be scary and I've had this chat with other people before, especially when you're a creative, um, you know, spreadsheets can be scary, can't they? But if you can, you know, even just learn a few of the basics, it can save you so much time and, you know, and, and heartache because there's, there's so much stuff that you need to just track and log and, and whatnot in your business. So yeah, it's a super geeky one, isn't it? But, but yeah. Sure. Microsoft Excel. I used to teach uh, Microsoft products in, in college. Did um, you? Uh, 
actually the, the stuff that you can do with the data, we've actually got a, a sheet where you can ask questions about yourself, ask them about your competitors. And just by answering these questions, Excel will then change that into a graph that you can use and compare yourself to yourselves and your competitors. Uh, I'm sure you've got something similar if you're in marketing and you uh, like Excel. Uh, but it's kind of like, if you're not very good at Excel, like don't sneeze around the keyboard because if you accidentally press a thing, <laughs> the whole system gets wrecked because the formula in it is quite complicated. Um, oh. I don't agree with it. We're using it as a CRM or an accountancy system because the, the data can get ridiculous. I mean, we've worked with companies and we were turning on over a couple of million and, and they're still using Excel and to try, yeah, <laughs> which is why they suddenly go, yeah, we need a piece of software now um, because it does get a bit ridiculous because the data is just trying to find anything or do anything uh, get, gets a bit ridiculous. But no, Excel's a good, powerful program and you are right, it is better than some of the other ones that they're coming Oh, uh, with, uh, it's really apps. interesting that, isn't it? Because you kind of just assume that any spreadsheet program is the same. And don't get me wrong, some of the online ones like Google Docs is doing really well. Like they've got pivot tables in there now. So it's getting, you know, a lot more advanced in what you can do with it. But but yeah, the, the power of Microsoft Excel is amazing, isn't it? And I was really surprised the first time it crashed my Mac. I was like, I did not know that Excel had like could process enough power to, you know, that a Mac this just struggles running it. Like, it's such a powerful, it's really cool. Even Apple actually recommends it because in one of their keynotes, they, they got Microsoft on stage uh, <laughs> to talk about it when they were introducing the iPad Pro, I think it was. The whole audience kind of booed Microsoft. Tim <laughs> Cook had to go, no, 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 we're not like that. Don't, don't, don't do that. Like, <laughs> be that I'm one Microsoft guy at the Apple conference. Jeez, I hate to be him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so what would be your top tip for people wanting to do things like Facebook advertising, Bing advertising, uh, any sort of, I suppose, PPC stuff? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a really tough one because as I said, like it's, you know, it's a unique process for every customer, isn't it? But I think the best thing that you can do is go through and make sure that your tracking is set up. For me, um, we've had a few accounts recently where it's been come from another agency or from a freelancer and there's just been no tracking set up. And if, if there's no tracking, you can't measure results. And, and I think that is um, the big thing for me before you start any advertising um, activity. But even when you're just doing, you know, working on your Facebook page organically, like make sure you've got that tracking set up so that everything's coming through into Google Analytics and you've got one place where all your data is sitting so you can really understand how your advertising is working, but also how it's working in conjunction with all of the different channels. You want to know how your ads are working against how your email list performs, you know, how organic traffic works. So it's really important, I think, to get that tracking set up. Make sure your Google Analytics is firing 100%. You've got goals in there so you know when someone's got in contact or, you know, subscribed to your newsletter or bought something, download a white paper, whatever it is for your particular website. But, yeah, having that tracking set up is just it's absolutely crucial. It's, it's the number one thing I would recommend um, for everyone. It's free as well. So it's not really much excuse. Yeah, yeah it's free. It's it, you're free. money away. You don't know it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I find that incredible. Like, I appreciate that, you know, if, if you don't know what you're doing and you need to get help on board, then, yeah, it might cost someone else a piece of their time. But, but at the same token, 
to get help for, you know, setting up your Google Analytics, it's, it's not a five hour job. It's probably going to take someone, you know, an hour max if you've got to get Google Tag Manager involved to do a few pixels and, you know, and, and make sure all of that tracking is and set up a few goals. It's, it's, it's not, you know, the huge headache that everyone makes it out to be. So, yeah, definitely get it done and get it done quickly because, yeah, it's, you're right, it's free. And, yeah, if you've got to get a Google Analytics guru in, it's not going to cost you that much. No. It's important to know where your money's going and <laughs> see where it's coming in. I think I can't remember who it was. It was I think it was one of the CEOs of one of the big car companies. It went, half the money we spend on advertising is a waste. He says, I just wish I knew which half. Yeah, it's, it's the classic quote, isn't it? And you know what? We see it time and time again. You know, uh, uh, this is my worst story and I hate telling it because actually it breaks my heart every time I tell it. But we did an audit for account um, that people weren't spending a huge amount and they were spending like roughly four grand a month um, on PPC ads, which, you know, it's a fair chunk of, of someone's money if it's, you know, a, a small business. But you know, at the same token, it's, it's not a massive account either. But when we went in and had a look at it, they had a, you know, a big agency looking after a, an award-winning agency, as they always are. And, you know, unfortunately, when I ordered it, you could see that they'd spent no more than an hour in the account per month, which, you know, is heartbreaking alone. But then looking actually at the breakdown of the budget, like 90% of their spend was just on completely irrelevant keywords. Like, yeah, and it was just... It was so sad to see that much of, of the money getting wasted and it breaks my heart when I have to do audits like that. But, you know, if you've got your tracking set up, you can see exactly what part of your budget is working. When you see that something's getting wasted, it's not working, you can stop it, you know, and, and double down or 10x, as they say, like on, on the part that is working. So, yeah, it's... It's a reputable it's, company as well and you're giving your customers this data it then builds that trust and go, yeah, we're spending our money worthwhile. We can see what's happening. We can see the customers. Uh, and so it, it then increases your customer kind of loyalty and essentially income as well, because, right, this is working. Maybe we'll do a little bit more. Maybe we'll do. And uh, it yeah. gives them that assurance, whereas that rather than blindly spending money in, oh, well, you're an award-winning agency, so something must be happening. Hopefully something's happening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a tough one, isn't it? But you're right, like customers should own their own data, like they're 100%. And as an agency, like we have the responsibility to help them understand that data, help them utilise that for future marketing campaigns. But it's never something that, that we should own. Like it, it always has got to belong to the client. And, Absolutely. And you're right, like helping them understand their data better only works, but you know, for both in the long run, doesn't it? It's better for the client. It's better for us. Like it's, yeah, it, it's the ultimate solution, isn't it really? Like, yeah, I'm, I love living in this day and age where we have so much data. It's fantastic. <laughs> Before you go, how can people connect with you? And would you, who would you recommend that we interview for this podcast? It's a great question, isn't it? <laughs> um, well, people can always, um, yeah, catch me just by calling the office um, or dropping me an email. It's just Sarah at platypusmedia.co.uk. Um, in terms of um, interviewing someone for the podcast, I think number one, I think you should really interview whoever inspired this. Because like 
I, I think you're getting a lot of tips um, from various people in terms of, you know, of their ideas on how to, you know, make businesses better, how to automate stuff, what tools they can use, etc. Like, where did the inspiration come from? Like, it came from someone, didn't it? Like, surely, surely it came from someone. You don't know where it came from? Oh, here we go. Here's a story. <laughs> I don't know where that should have been. This. I am bad at marketing. I have no interest in marketing. So the business does, does that, but that, that's not my department. And uh, I used to work with a couple of guys and they used to come up with some great strategies and I never implemented them. And I was like, I, I need to do something with marketing. So I thought, oh, well, actually, by interviewing people, I've now got content for the website. Now got content for YouTube videos. It obviously goes out to the audio platform, so there's content for thing. And the people I'm interviewing it are going to basically do the marketing for me. They're going to they're going to share it. So hopefully, when we release this podcast, you're going to share this, Sarah, with your audience. <laughs> uh, so actually, it it wasn't really born out of inspiration, more out of laziness. <laughs> but that's where all the good ideas come from. Well, actually, I'll tell you where it did come from is because we have our community with our entrepreneur prof. So that was really the, the marketing reason. The, the way that it's formatted, that really came from, the, there's so much out there where you can learn from the top dogs, shall we say. But how does that really help the day-to-day -day entrepreneur who's trying to support their kids? And, you know, the, the people that we really meet in real life. And it was a case of, let's hear the challenges they have. They're challenges that we can relate to. Most people are not dealing with multi-million pounds companies yeah let, let, let's face it and hear real stories and and that's why we do that and then obviously with the business to being digital it was a case of let's find out a little bit more and helping people with that aspect so that's where the format came from but the idea for the podcast came from uh, <laughs> the story oh yeah but those three guys who are those three guys i reckon they're definitely worth a go or worth listening to the, the ones that i used to work with yeah, they, they've obviously got some really good ideas. They, they do, actually. Um, so the plans that they used to come up with when I worked with them, they, uh, they, were, they were great. I just never implemented them. So <laughs> I stopped working with them. But it was nothing to do with them. Um, I'd love to get them on the podcast, actually. Uh, but they, they currently uh, fly around doing uh, big marketing conferences in San Diego for social media marketing world and things like that now. So. Oh, right. Cool. So you probably know who they are now. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well, I, I definitely think that, yes, you should go and get some more of their ideas. But um, in terms of um, who I um, think you should hear from with really good ideas um, are Chris and Rachel from Inner Summit. I don't know if you've heard about um, those two, but they're amazing. And... Um, yeah, they've, they've got a little office based in Gateshead near the Metro Centre and they do a lot of work with businesses in terms of leadership, um, helping um, businesses get the most out of the apprenticeship levy. Um, they do lots of cool stuff, management training, uh, great guys, really good ethics. Um, and you know what? They're, they're both storytellers. They're the type of people that um, you hear speak and you walk away and just think, oh my gosh, I love those two. They're amazing. But That's yeah. probably the highest recommendation we've ever had for somebody. They're amazing. And yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Chris and Rachel from Inner Summer, they're fantastic. Um, but yeah, definitely get one or two or yeah, 
whatever you can do, get them on and um, get them on. Yeah, I'll chase them down for you as well. You mentioned email and phone that people could get in touch with you and connect with you. Do you have any social media where people could connect with you or follow you? Yeah, absolutely. So our company social media is just Platypus Media UK across the board. Um, and anyone can follow us there um, or message there. Um, yeah, that's all managed. But, but yeah, go for it. Or yeah, as I said, drop me an email either way. Thank you very much for coming on today and dropping all your tips for PPC. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you.